<laughs> All right. Hi, welcome back. Lotus Forever. Lotus Forever. We're here. It's um Happy Mother's Day. It is Mother's okay, it Day is today. Happy Mother's Day to all the Flotus who have children. Oh my god, yeah. And who are just motherly to the country. Oh my so god, we're posting really this tonight flotus. too. Wow. I'm yeah. like, this is our Mother's Day special. Oh my gosh, so sweet. Not so, a bonus episode. Not a bonus episode, but to a woman who was very deeply impacted by being a mother. Oh my god, yeah. If yeah. anyone, this is if, very true. I know. Yeah. And she really loved her children so much. We are talking today about Mary Todd Lincoln. Mary Todd Lincoln. Who was the wife of the president... <laughs> What number do you Abraham have? Abraham 16. <laughs> I do know. 16. President Abraham Lincoln. I love Abe Lincoln so much. Yeah, I just Elise want is a huge fan. Um, can I tell a funny story quick about Obviously, Abe Lincoln? Obviously, yeah. Well, it's not about him, obviously. I don't know him. Please, <laughs> I went to um, a, a panel talk on Abe Lincoln at the New York Historical <gasps> Society, as one does. My favorite, one of my favorite places in New York. I love that mm-hmm. place. Um, and this author who's like a famous... Abe Lincoln biographer was there and I was Amazing. like oh my god I want to go see him so I went of course it's me and like a bunch of 85 year olds mm, sitting classic. listening to this man yeah. talk about Abe Lincoln and then I of course got his book because as one does and he was signing it in the best gift shop on the island we love that gift shop New York Historic yeah. so I was like oh let me go get this book signed this like because and when I went up, I was like, oh, I love to talk to you. It was great. And he was like, oh, my God. I recognize, I saw you in the audience, and you were, like, the youngest person there and listening so intently. Oh, Elise. And I was like, oh, sir, that's very nice of you. But I think he thought everyone else was, like, going to drop dead. Wait. Audience. I wonder. Maybe he had a crush on you. No, he's like 75 himself. No, that doesn't mean that he can't have a crush on <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, maybe he had a crush. But, uh, I mean, obviously. But um, yeah, and that's, I, I still haven't read the book. Oh. <laughs> and this was like is it a book about Abe? Yeah, it's about okay. Abe Lincoln's life. But it's, um, I think it focuses on like how the media of the time and the press, how Lincoln used that. Oh my God, that's amazing. Because I think it was, yeah, it was written in like 2018 or 19. So mm. as we were like having a discussion about how media affects politics yes. and obviously yeah. the last Campaigns administration. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, totally. So he, that was like the focus of this book. But yeah, every time I think of Abe, I think of that story. Oh my gosh, that's how amazing. How a man just knew I was so intently listening to his tales about Abe Lincoln. I love that. <laughs> that's amazing. I will say, um, I did try to watch the movie Lincoln last night. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Lincoln uh, documentaries. We'll oh, say. my gosh. Or movies. He was the stuff. most photographed person in the really 19th century. That's crazy. Yeah. I have a fun story. Probably this will be in our part two, obviously, of yeah. Mary Todd, of a spiritualist photographer. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Spoiler no, I cannot right. wait yeah. to hear about that. No, but there, um, I was trying to do some serious research for this episode. And it's actually kind of fun because finally there's, like, actual research there's to be stuff. done. <laughs> yeah. Right? I like, mean, if Sally Field is playing you in a movie, oh my God. there's going to be you, YouTube videos. I was going to say, you have peaked. <laughs> like, if Sally Field is playing you in a movie, you are win- you yeah. won. Mary Todd is one of them. And she, you know, Sal- I did watch an interview with Sally Field and Oprah, and she said she always wanted to play Mary Todd. Really? Isn't that amazing? <gasps> That's beautiful. I know, and it's like, it's cool won- because I'm like, I didn't know a lot about Mary Todd, and I'm just wondering how much other people know, and Sally Field must have known a bunch about her, enough to say, like, I want to play her. Yeah. I know, I wonder if her, if the, the, nor- the common knowledge of Mary Todd is, I'm sure, very baseline, but just because of who Abe Lincoln is, or was. So, like, if Abe oh, Lincoln yeah. wasn't the emancipator, I'm using quotations, and right. if he wasn't, I don't know, shot in the head, mm. we probably wouldn't have such a tie to the Lincolns. You yes. Know? Well, like growing up, you knew who Mary Todd was, the wife yeah. of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. nothing about her. Yeah. But her name was, as the, our tune goes at the beginning, yeah. we don't need to just learn her name. No, no, no. We of course her. not. We do. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that Lincoln would have gone down in history as one of the best presidents. Like, I think that he, because he was the president during the Civil War, you know? I mean, like, yeah. we'll talk about this when we talk about his election, but, like, immediately after his election, seven states secede. So dramatic. <laughs> which I is mean, incredibly, like, if you're already having that impact on the country, yeah. like, I think, I mean, it's incredibly tragic that he was assassinated, but I think that regardless we would have known who Mary Todd was and right, who yeah. he was, like, in relation. Because it's the same oh, way yeah, we yeah, know, like, sure. about Eleanor Roosevelt or even Martha Washington or Abigail Adams. Like, some of these 
more um these more esteemed women but it but esteemed because at the time of their husband's presidency so much was going yes, on exactly i think yeah. it's just the cultural times and you know it's look how divided the country i mean literal oh states were were like peace out union crazy <laughs> so i think yeah i think just be the happenstance of when they existed yeah we would have known names that are in our history that said i think that you know if you talk to any at least from my research is like the Lincoln enthusiasts out there like to blame Mary Todd for a lot of the uh, problems in the relationship. And I think that, I mean, like, we want to try and squash that right now because there was um, there was a real, like, they, they had a sort of, like, dramatic, toxic, tough relationship. Yeah. And it but wasn't just pretty one, drama. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't <laughs> just one person's fault. There's two people in the room, yeah. you know? So it's like we are yeah we're here to tell the story from mary's perspective i guess and that's unique in the sense that um it obviously the backdrop is the civil war and the backdrop is like being married to abe lincoln but like who was she and who was she in all of it yeah i think this will be at least for me which i don't know maybe says a lot about my relationships but the most relelatable first couple yes you know, cool like, we'll, i love that we'll get into it right right their, right their courtship goes but yeah. i mean if that doesn't tell the tale of your 20s <laughs> <laughs> i know i know out of love i know, you know it is making someone jealous and all this stuff I, mean, I know and i think in like a different time they probably wouldn't have gotten married or maybe they would have yeah i don't know i think the two of them are just Messy bitches who love drama. They love drama. I mean, you do not run for president during, like, the brink of the Civil War if you don't love drama. Like, say what you will about Abe Lincoln trying to be peaceful. But also, he loved drama. He signed the amount of... If he didn't love drama, he would have just been, like, James Buchanan and partied, like, all the time. No, loved drama. Abe loved drama. Just even his... I mean, again, we'll get into when we get to the campaign, but the way he set up debates with Stephen Douglas... The fact that he was running against Stephen yeah. Douglas. Oh, talk about we'll it. it. Talk about but it. But I mean, just, I feel like there was always a little, a little, like, nugget in the back of his mind. It's like, ooh, this is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he loved to like, write. We know that. So, like, yeah. he was penning his memoir. I don't know if he wrote a memoir, but, um, or if, like, his writings were ever released. But, you know, he just had, he could have been a writer, I think. Well, yeah, and even the, oh, my gosh, totally, a writer. Yeah. totally. And even, like. Um, even like what you were describing, how there's like books and things on the way that he manipulated the media to like work in his favor. Yeah. You know, like that, you have to be some type of a person who wants to get into the middle of things, yeah, you know, yeah, to yeah. do that. But anyway, that's like, this is like the longest introduction to an episode ever. <laughs> yeah. But I guess we're, you I know. Usually we catch up a person. I know, you're so. We have to dive into Mary Todd. This is um, definitely going to be a two-parter and we're going to, yeah. Um, come back next week with the second part, but this first part, you know, will be will be good. I'm doing good. Um, garden is thriving. I'm thrilled about so that. I'm growing so many vegetables. Um, I am growing strawberries in honor of Mary Todd. We'll Love get it. into it. She loves strawberries. Um, I controversially planted three eggplant plants in my plot, so we'll see what happens if there's actually eggplants to be had. Talk about someone who loves drama. I know. (laughs) My God. I put three eggplants in my uh, garden plot. Um, But yeah, I'm doing good. Um, Half marathon coming up. Uh, How are you doing? Good. Okay. Um, Things are fine. I, I will say I ran 12 miles on Friday. That was my long run. And so crazy. For the first time, I thought, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I can't believe it. I don't want to do it, no, but I, I was know. like, oh, this is bad. I can't um, believe it's taking you this long. Yeah, which is kind of great. I think that's great. So I've decided after the half marathon, uh, my sweet is spot is 10K. I'm just going to continue to run six miles. I love it. Because it's, it's, you know, 50 minutes of my time. Yeah. My body doesn't want to revolt afterwards. Right, 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 right. Um, Until I convince you to sign up for another half marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Until I'm like, at least there's a half marathon in D.C. that ends at the First Lady's Library. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. What, what the issue is, oh. I need to, there's, it's fixable why what what my pain points are yeah 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 my back hurts which is fine i just need to not be so tense i think when i run mm-hmm. and i get so fucking thirsty you have to stop for water at least no but then i just want this to be over with so i'm like if i can just bang this out in you know two hours and ten minutes no, i can get on least. with my life and day 
if because once I stop, I don't want to do it again. Journey is the destination, though. No. Like while you're like the running is the piece that like you need to like be involved yeah. in. This is me so not wanting, doing anything casually. Like, I know wanting to get it over with is not the point. Yeah, I know it's terrible. So I need to get into a better mindset of. You know, I think I need to bring, like, a dollar with me and then stop yeah. for five seconds and, like, yeah. grab a glass of water. Or yeah. I almost gave myself Central Park COVID because of the water fountain. So I was like, I should just do it. I should just drink from this. But then I got afraid of Central COVID. Central Park COVID. <laughs> I mean, I'm vaccinated, so I guess I shouldn't be that Yeah, but afraid. the variants. I mean, if there is not Central Park variant COVID on those water fountains, it doesn't exist. Right, 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 So, right, right. anyway, things are fine. I'm so excited. It's going to be in two weeks, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Um, this time in two weeks we'll be done and hopefully a lot. <laughs> no, be awesome. it's gonna be so great. I'm so it's excited. It's gonna be so. I good. think I'm gonna be more excited than nervous slash not wanting to do it. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's great. And you're also wearing a Steve Kornacki sweatshirt, which is yeah. Shout out to Steve Kornacki. Um, I just fell in love with him during the election. He really kept me sane. I saw him <laughs> again at the Kentucky Derby. Not at, I wasn't at the Kentucky right, Derby. Right, 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 right. But um, apparently he bet on the horse that won. I know nothing about horse racing, oh so my like God. he's smart. Um, and I just love Steve Kornacki, and I'm really upset that he doesn't like women. But, you know, it's fine. Oh, uh, I mean, we can yeah. still, I just, I still think we could have a life together, so I'm saying, That's Steve, really if you're out there. so beautiful. <laughs> Why can't we just co-parent? Of course. And just, like, talk about politics all day. You, I'll let you have an interactive map in our living room. How Re- fun is that? Oh, my God, that is, like, truly gold. <laughs> yeah, he got me through election week, for sure. Him and Rachel Maddow, MSNBC, babe. Don't I was her. all about CNN. What does that Interesting. say about me? How I, do you feel about their map guy, though? John King. You I, got a little chaotic for me. No, I love John King. Yeah. I love John King because he, he doesn't. Steve Kornacki doesn't stop moving, but John yeah. King doesn't stop talking. And I think there was yeah. something about Steve Kornacki's body language that kind of overwhelmed me. And for Stressful. me, CNN yeah. was just like a straight shooting. You know what I mean? And okay. I would watch Andy a little Coop bit. is on CNN, and he's common. Yes, and so I would yeah. watch a little bit of Rachel Maddow, too, but I was, like, needing John King's, like, presence. No, I think that's And John King always did the thing where he would, there would, like, be an exciting announcement, and, like, the people at CNN would be excited, and then John King would be like, but it's it's the long night. And like I needed really that, you know what calm. I mean? Like, yeah. I needed someone to be like, this is not over. You have to sit down and stop. Yeah. Oh, my God. What was, what's the, like, it's not, like, election alert, but there's, like, a certain term they use. Not breaking news. I don't know. No, I know what you're talking about. Every five Update. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, we got two more votes from uh, <laughs> Copacog County or whatever the fuck that county in Arizona is. And we're like... Okay, well, that was not helpful. <laughs> no, and it, it's all not helpful. Like, I remember, no. like, early on, I was like, we're going to take Florida. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> At, like, 9 p.m., like, the second the polls close, I'm like, oh, we got this. I know. And oh it's my like, God. nothing happened. And then it took a week. Yeah. Could you imagine, I mean, election of 1860, what that is like? No. Getting those results in. No. Well, can you imagine, like, Forever. being, like, I was watching, sorry, okay, obviously I was rewatching the Roosevelt stock. And <laughs> as one does. As one That's does. Great. Teddy, what's his name? I mean, FDR shows up to the convention. Someone calls Eleanor on the phone yeah. and says, Your husband just got nominated for vice president. She wasn't with him? She wasn't with him. She wasn't even aware he was going to the convention. Oh my God. Frankly, I had so much drama because there was like, he was in New York politics. There was like drama with the governorship and all that stuff. No, but I'm just, that's what I mean. Like, there was just so little that we, and I guess that's like part of the human condition, right? Is we always want to know what's going on next. So we're always like in constant need to be like trying to tell the future. But like, you really had to like zen out back in the day. Like, you could not tell the future. I mean, Lincoln's uh, election, he was, like, in a post office getting results, and, like, it was coming through, like, Morse code. (laughs) No. Maybe not Morse code, code, but, like, very slowly, obviously, it's coming in. Steve Kornacki wasn't there with his interactive map. No, definitely not. And, yeah, he wasn't even with Mary, and he just, like, gave her a ring and was like, oh, hey, we got elected. I'll see you in D.C. kind of deal. And then he takes his long track, which we'll get to. But... All right. Anyway, well, I mean, let's no. dive into Mary Todd. I, yeah, let's dive into Mary Todd. Mary Todd Lincoln. Okay, when is she born, Elise? <laughs> I don't want to be an alarmist, but she was born December 13, 1818. And if we know anything about December 13, <laughs> it's Taylor Swift's birthday as well. So, I don't want to say. Elise has been waiting for this day for so long. I screamed. I was I, laying in bed reading this chapter, and I just, you know, casually read the little gray box up here with of their course, weird quote of course, and yes. all the little dates. Yes. So on December 13th, immediately, I think I might have texted you immediately and said, yeah. uh, you won't believe when she was born. <laughs> 
Because I just needed to like voice it to someone. So she, I'm super excited. She is a Sagittarius. Now so is that... We love a Sagittarius. Okay. I'm a Sagittarius moon, which okay. means that the only people that see me, quote unquote, as a Sagittarius are like my close friends. Like, you know me as a Sagittarius. Okay. Sagittarius, like, they can't stop moving. They love to just be kind of busy all the time. Yeah. Um, they're very, uh, ve- can be very, very focused on like one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sagittarius is, I think they do like a little drama. I mean, I think the one Sagittarius do. I know, well, I guess my mom and sister are, but I'm only referring to Taylor Swift here, loves drama. No, 100%. Super extra. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that there's a bit of an extroversion that can happen there. I don't have that. I'm the, it's my moon sign, so it's the sign that, like, I am indoors away from people. But, yeah. um, I, I mean. I my moon sign. We, at least every time we talk about this. We'll do this afterwards. We have to do this. I, I know. No, I really want to know, too, because, yeah. I could see you being having some. My mom has a moon in Sagittarius too. <gasps> Love that. I know. So happy Mother's Day, mom. Love you and your moon in Sagittarius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not happy Mother's Day to my mother because she's not listening to this. But isn't she a Sag? Yeah, but okay. she talks. She says we talk too fast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But she said she might listen to Mary Todd. Yeah, she maybe knows she'll her. listen to Mary Todd. So anyway, we love Mary Todd as a Sagittarius. I think she's very Sagittarius. Sagittarius are also extremely confident people for the most part, so they can stand on their ah. own two feet. They can just. Like, oh, I see that in Mary for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's born in Lexington, Kentucky, and this is, like, it's interesting because her and Abe Lincoln are both from Kentucky, but she's from, like, the fancy, like, city part, and he is from, um, the more, like, woodsy-ish part. Oh, he grew up farming, I mean, log cabin, isn't that his whole spiel? Exactly, yeah. Log cabin. Yeah. Pretty sure everyone in his family died. Like, so he was so sad. So like a, a little feral child in the woods of Kentucky. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Which really, I mean, Mary Todd was not. But yeah, and it's interesting the way she grew up. I think it really like it, it like foreshadows her as an adult and yeah. him too. Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. She yeah, was potentially yeah. bipolar. We'll get into it. Yeah. All yes, that yes, stuff. Yes. Yeah. It shows definitely in the way they grew up. Yeah. She was the daughter of a prominent, um, Lexington, Kentucky family. Her dad was a banker. He ends up kind of getting so into fancy. politics. No, I think they were really fancy. She's the fourth of seven children. Yeah. Um, they did own five slaves when she yes. was growing up. So she grew up in a very yes. prominent Whig family, which we know loves slaves. Yes. Um, so yeah, she, which is kind of not strange, they, but they sh- like. From what I understand, though, her family liked slaves, but they didn't. They they didn't um, need there to be like plantation vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. lived in the city, which like classic cities are like a little bit more liberal sometimes than country, like country yeah. vibes. So I think that she lived in the city, and it was very much like we need these slaves to like help us do our laundry, but we don't need like a hundred. Yeah, exactly. We don't need like 500 slaves to like sell as collateral for like our home sort of. Yeah. Neither one of them is better or worse. I'm just laying out what the scene was. Yeah, what their situation was. The maternal grandmother was um, apparently a big abolitionist and she would help like, not house, but I just like someone's coming to your door. Yeah, I mean, there probably is. Is someone here? Hey, Brian. Okay. Um, <gasps> oh, my God, maybe it's Brian. Neighbors. Oh, my God. Um, it, where was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah. her grandmother helped, like, underground railroad right. freedom of slaves. So, and that's where she kind of got her Yeah, I think vibes. she grew up around yeah. that. So she really saw two sides of it. Yeah. Of, you know, she was rich, so saw the maybe economic, a benefit of slaves. Yeah. But then also had someone in her family, and clearly she grew up that way. Or not grew up, but she marries a man who is like, hey, maybe we shouldn't enslave folks. Yeah, but she definitely wasn't like a housekeeping kind of lady. So she, she no. I think it was almost one of these things where it was like, well, who does do that work if I if I don't have slaves? You know what I mean? Like, I think she would <laughs> yeah. be genuinely confused. Yeah. Like, so I think it was like a little bit. But she does kind of... Um, she does, uh, at a point, go to a really, like, fancy boarding school. Yeah. Um, and, or not even a boarding school. At first, she's just at a school in town in Lexington. And her, like, you, I think it was her grandmother who kind of demands that she gets educated just like her brothers. Um, which, I mean, good for her grandmother. That's amazing. And then in 1833, oh, no, no, no. We had to, oh, her, her mom dies when she's six Mary Todd when she's six years old her mom dies now unfortunately death is a very prominent uh theme in (laughs) Mary Todd's life um and you know she never really handles it 
Um, well. <laughs> well, and that's okay. I like, I'm yeah. like here for that. I think that like, how do you handle that? Yeah. Well, I think that the other people in her life may have just been like, not, uh, is in touch with their feelings yeah. maybe as Mary Todd was, but it's completely devastating for her. Um, and so she, and then her dad gets engaged, um, two years later to a woman and they have a horrible relationship. Wicked stepmom vibes. Definitely. The woman, um, I forget the woman's name, but Betsy Betsy, maybe? Betsy, yeah. She was just cruel. There's a quote here, um. The house used to be filled with Eliza, that was her mom's, um, love, and now is filled with the rantins and ravens of a stepmother who strongly disliked her husband's children. It's crazy. So, and people saw that Betsy, like, hated the kids. No, the kids that weren't hers. Because yeah, yeah, she, she goes has, on to yeah. have nine more children, so... She had no love yeah, for these Mary children. Todd is one of 16, which is yeah. absolutely wild. That's the same. But, so, yeah. Yeah, Betsy used a lot of shame and embarrassment to, like, scold her children and, like raise them as she thought she was raising them properly so just to grow up in that like toxic environment cannot be healthy for a child no it's really bad she in 1833 cholera strikes um hard in uh in lexington i know truly and (laughs) they got a new disease it's coming to ravage the country Um, Honestly, it's a wild card. I know. It strikes hard and everyone leaves Lexington. Because, I mean, like, you know, we saw that here a little bit with COVID. Like, cities get hit hard with this stuff. You're all living on top of each other. Even in 18, whatever you said, 81 that was. For whatever their populous state was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were probably living close to each other. Oh, my God, completely. Well, you can go see the house that she grew up in. And it's just on the street in the city. Like, it's just crazy. So, So it's like everybody leaves Lexington. Except for her insane stepmother and their family. They're like, no, we're staying. And she talks, and Mary had written, too, about, like, just the smell of, of like the dead, dead bodies, like awful. I mean, awful. That is fucking scary. Like, I mean, I, oh god, yeah, we it's saw so it here scary. in New York. Like, yeah, we didn't smell dead bodies, but they had I don't know refrigerated trucks everywhere for the no, dead bodies. No, it's awful. And she was only like fifteen when this happened. Yeah, and that she is was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. So she ends up deciding like, "I gotta get out of here." So she is <laughs> yeah. like, "Dad, send me to this boarding school or finishing yeah. school is what they call it." Um, Madame Mendel's finishing school. Love that. And I think it's still, it's not far. I think it's in Kentucky, but it's just, she's just not living in the house anymore, which is a really good thing. She needs to get out of that house. It was toxic for like many, many reasons. Um, and she thrives. She thrives, thrives, thrives at finishing school. People love her. She is like an amazing mimic. She's really into Shakespeare. I think she probably... Could have been an incredible actress, is yeah. what it sounds like. Like maybe she even would have been like on SNL or something. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Like she was yeah. very engaging. She loved to gossip and have fun, and she also yeah. was really smart. And she got, and this is where she starts to get really into politics. Is when she's like at this finishing yeah. school. She also learned French here and spoke fluent French, which I didn't know. That was a, a it's fun incredible. Fact yeah, so amazing. I just yeah, and not that at this time people weren't smart, but like for a woman to be educated. You know, I think we say this for every first lady. This is like, oh my God, I can't believe she was educated. But still at this point in the country's history, it's a shock. Like, yes, she was privileged. She was white and rich. But it's still like even of her standing for someone to be that. And it's not just finishing school. She's learning French and religion and arithmetic and all that stuff. Yeah. And I think like she wouldn't have gotten to the finishing school without like the prior, you know, like school that she was at. Like she was was at school before this. So it's like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's after she gets out of finishing school that she goes to live with her sister, I believe. Yes, in Springfield, Illinois. Um, she went to go live with, I think the sister's name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, um, they call Elizabeth her Eliza. married to, I think, the governor's son or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. again, she, not once again, but she jumps into these political circles kind of accidentally, but just through society. Um, and yeah, I think it's a time for her to be with her sister away from the evil stepmother. <laughs> and it sounds like an... Uh, honestly a nightmare yeah I know truly and uh yeah she got to like become Mary Todd and who we know her as yeah definitely and 
Um, she is five foot two, just to give you a visual, and you might have tiny, seen a visual. Tiny, tiny woman. She's five foot two. She is um, black hair. Uh, I think she had like brown eyes. She she's just this like, but she's this ball of energy. You know, she's just like a super bright ball of energy. So occasionally, her sister, um, because of her uh, brother in law's like political familiarity. Her, they would have parties, and she, mm-hmm. Mary Todd, starts to just be like the belle of the ball of these parties. People just love chatting with her. They love talking to her. Yeah. Um, and she is quite the catch, it seems like. And a lot everyone of everyone wants yeah, everybody Mary. wants a little piece of Mary Todd, <laughs> which is so hilarious. Um, some of her more more notable suitors, Stephen Douglas, who Elise mentioned at the top of the episode. Never forget. Remember that name, people, because yes. he's going to come back into play. <laughs> yeah, and Edwin Webb. At what, right? Is yeah, Edwin Webb. Yeah, Edwin Webb um, was another uh, political person, but also just, like, a, someone that was, like, interested in Mary Todd. And what is similar about these two men that is ultimately quite different from Lincoln is that they were, like, on the same speed as her. Like, very... Yeah social very political all of this stuff whereas like Lincoln was kind of more just like quiet and yeah you know, so in the, the background yeah. of this Lincoln is um an up-and-coming lawyer in yes. Springfield so yes. he's just he moves to Springfield he's kind of tooling around I think he works a long home <laughs> like him and some other guy so you know he's not rich he's not making a lot of money he's still kind of shabby but he's this very tall intelligent witty fella that right. is in these circles a trying to more, get into the circles. A little yeah. more introverted, but yeah. like yeah, definitely trying to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how wait, how do they meet, you know? Yeah, so they meet um through friends and the infamous Right. Henry, Henry Clay, Clay. <laughs> introduces them. That's right. So Stephen Douglas I can't believe Henry Clay is still in the mix. Henry I just Clay, can't believe I just it. I know. Uh, His middle part is is just like arriving at parties and he's just like crushing it. Okay. So Stephen Douglas is sniffing around. Obviously, we know Stephen Douglas from the Candace Nebraska Act. Uh Uh-huh. Love slavery. Yes. Um, And then Henry Clay is, you know, in the circles, but he knows Lincoln (laughs) and he's like, hey, I think you two should meet. He introduces them at a party. So... I just find it very interesting that Mary has these, you know, essentially a choice between these two guys she's flirting with or whatever she's right. doing. And they're just so different. Like, right. cut yeah, to yeah, 1860, yeah. they're going to contend for the president. Yes. Uh, the presidency. And it's, you know, here's... Obviously, he didn't write the Kansas Nebraska at this point, but he's like, oh my God, we should definitely expand, expand slavery. And then there's Lincoln, who's like... We've mentioned this multiple times. Not anyone who's like marching the streets for like anti slavery yeah, abolitionists. Yeah. But he's starting to have these ideas like, oh my God, hey, maybe we shouldn't expand it and like stop enslaving people. You know, so right, they, right, these right. guys have two very different ideas. Yeah. And here's Mary who kind of gets to decide, like, you know, and I think she had her own ideas too. It wasn't like she would be really into slavery if she liked Stephen Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't like. That's like I can't us imagine. Republican, no, I like, really can't a socialist imagine. Socialist Democrat. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like I think I know for better or for worse. All the guys that I date like have the same views. Yeah, I mean for better. No, I know, I know. I know. Sorry, no judgment, <laughs> but like, could you imagine? I don't think I could. Have no, a but I guess it's like it's it's just such a big piece of the person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm like okay, like what? Yeah, like who did you vote for? I don't. Yeah. What do you think would be harder to? Oh God, <laughs> I don't know what even the rest of your question, but I'm dying. <laughs> I know. Ask it. Like someone who's super super religious, or <sighs> someone who's like really into Republican <gasps> legislation. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my gosh. Now there's good sides of both. There's yeah. good there's good sides of both and there's rough sides of both. It just depends how far we're going with all of it. Cuz like yeah, cuz I have Republicans in my family that I love and care about and don't yeah. and I know that they have their views, but it doesn't impede on my views and it doesn't like cease us from having a relationship. Right. And if it was that kind of a thing where it was like, quite honestly, it's like a fiscal republicanism thing. Yeah. If it's, if it's, um, like social, that's tricky. Um, I don't know. That's such a hard question. Do you have an answer for that question? No, I think they both sound terrible. (laughs) I just, cause I, 
I'm but I like, like to like spirituality. Like I don't think it's bad to be spiritual. Oh yeah, I guess I mean, in my head I'm thinking like a Catholic. Well, see, I guess like <laughs> anything too extreme on either end of those, like because those are um, conservative politics or conservative ideals and um, religious practice are two things that I don't engage with if it was extreme on either end it would be really hard yeah you know what I mean because it's like I'm an extreme person but like it's um but I don't think people who don't like my extreme well am I extreme I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say yeah I mean I think listen there could be a conservative man who would be like, I would never date Elise because she's like wearing fucking Steve Kornacki on a crop top sweatshirt. <laughs> like It's such a cute sweatshirt. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, obviously, I shouldn't date someone who like wants to go to the RNC. Right. <laughs> you know? So I'm not offended at all if anyone's like, well, Elise, you're too crazy. No, no, no. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. I just think, yeah, I we definitely live in a bubble here in New York City, and it's really hard to even imagine that I would be in that circumstance. <laughs> right, because, like, who would be... I swear, I do want to come up with a dating app that, like, I want to know when was the last election you voted in and what your voting history is. Oh, my Maybe God, not the last election, so but, like, funny. are you a registered voter? Who do you vote for? And I think Here's Bumble this does question. That. What they about like, this question? Okay, yeah. What would you... What would you... What's worse? <laughs> Someone who didn't vote or someone who voted Republican? Ooh! What, <laughs> voted Republican this election? Or yeah. Or, like, recent election? Um, like, what would you be more frustrated by? Oh, God. I don't have an answer. I'm just curious That's what really your, good. That's what really, your really answer good. is. Because, honestly, I feel like the first question... Wait, go ahead, go ahead. National election? I'd be more upset, I think, if you voted... Republican. Gotcha. Local? I'd yes. be pissed if you, I knew you weren't, didn't vote. Ah, yeah. yes. Okay, like, so good job. how do you casually ask people if they're a registered voter? If you <laughs> like them? Like, is that a first date question? Just ask. <laughs> is that too much? Um, no. You're talking to someone who, no. I don't think it's too much. I don't think it's too much. All right, we'll talk the about things I do on first dates, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I have some questions about first date. Like, what's a, like, don't talk politics. I'm like, well, did you vote? Yes. Uh, I, like, show up with a list of prescriptions. I'm like, so if any of these are a problem, we're going to have to. Oh, I show up with, like, voter registration papers. I'm yeah. like, I'll send this in for you. Here's a stamped envelope. <laughs> so drama. So drama. Okay. Honestly, we would have been great with Abe. Like, he would have <laughs> loved our drama. Abe is, yeah. I, Abe's honestly, I don't know if I, Abe might be too dramatic for me. He's too much. He's the tallest My man My voice is getting too high. Uh, yeah, first of all, I would never, never. He literally over a foot taller than me. Wait, can you tell quickly the photograph story? I know this is like jumping ahead a little bit. Yes. We'll get back into their courtship in a second. But I just, this photograph story Well, they story were really... never, they didn't like to be photographed together because their height difference was so extreme. I love that. And so they weren't. And there's a photo of them um, when he is like accepting the nomination for president <laughs> where he's in this like fancy nice white suit outside of the house yeah, and all these people are there and inside the house is a picture of Mary Todd <laughs> looking out the window like and that's the closest they ever were to each other. <laughs> it's so silly. It's, so it's silly. like really, really silly. I mean, I'm sure that they were photographed together but like not formally. It's yeah. Like the, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, there was like no portrait of them. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. Because they, the height difference was like too extreme. I love that. It's so ridiculous. Okay, <sighs> anyway. So, so yeah, Henry Clay they, 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 introduces them and they fall in love. Yeah, and they really fall, I mean, they fall in love hard. They, it is like, this is like some like, I mean, this is some heavy love. They got, and I think they're This is some heavy love. It's just the banter right off the bat. Yes. They're very, both, both of them are very both. I cannot even speak English. My brain no. is falling apart. <laughs> they are quick-witted. They, um, yeah, they just have great banter, which honestly is my favorite thing. No, they have great banter. They're interested in the same things. Yeah. They, they can go back and forth about it. You know, um, I think that like, for whatever um, introversion he had, she made up for in the way that she was extroverted. And for whatever, you know, bookishness he had, you know, made up for in, in her interest in learning, you yeah. know. And, like, their back and forth was just constant. And yeah. she was super political, which, like, at the yes. time, he was trying to, like, become more political. Yeah, so when they, she was always known to say, I'm going to marry a man who will be president. She so like, crazy. She had ambitions for that. Yes. Knowing she can't run herself, you know, I'm 
Right. Just, I'm going to lean into a man that's going to do this. Right. So while they're dating, he, I believe, becomes, he's not um, a congressman yet, but he uh, is like local politics. He's like mm-hmm. a state assembly, uh, yeah. whatever that's called. So, um, you know, she sees that in, I guess, both Stephen and Abe, mm-hmm. but she sees that ambition and she's really into it. She's into that too. Like She's super into it. What fun. she's not into, though, is the fact <laughs> that he has to leave to go to work all the time. No, because Abe has ambition. Abe has and ambition. He has no time for love. Yes. He thinks he has no time for love. Right. So he is leaving to work all the time. And similar to the Ann Coleman story, if you listen to <gasps> that. I know it doesn't turn as dark. Well, actually, it does turn <laughs> as dark as that, but not right it's off the bat. Dark episodes. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me there. I know. They're all dark. So she is not happy that he's leaving. Yeah. She, and it, it gets volatile. And I think that, um, you know, I don't know. I was watching some really annoying men talk about Mary Todd Lincoln. First of all, if you're a I've man, seen, please don't talk about Mary Todd Lincoln because you just don't get it. I'm sorry. I hate to say so that. Men have so many opinions about the first lady. There was like, it was crazy at least. Like it was a show that they were talking about Mary Todd and there was a guy who was giving a perspective and a woman who was giving the oh, perspective. Oh, I can imagine the difference. And the guy was like, he would throw, she would throw knives at him. She would yell at him so loud. And the woman was like, she got really upset when he left. Yeah. Obviously. How dare a woman show anger? How's uh, Rebecca's good and mad? It's <laughs> incredible. But also how dare, not even like anger, but like how dare a woman have expectations that she wants to be like taken care of and not right. be the one taking care of everyone all right, the time, yeah. you know? So I think that like, it's just, it's it's conflicting because there is a lot that you can find on this woman, but I think that so much of it is told through the perspective of like, sweet Abe was just trying to run the country. Honest Abe trying to hold together the union. And like, listen, I'm sitting here across from like the number one Abe Lincoln fan. Like, I'm not trying to bash Abe Lincoln. No, I'm yeah. just saying that like, there's another person involved in this marriage and her name right. is Mary and she had expectations. So they have, they, you know, they... At a point, they get engaged, yeah. right? And they're like, okay, we're going to do this. But as time goes on, they're engaged for like nine months or something. And he keeps having, he keeps having to leave for work. Yeah. Every time um, he leaves, she is like seen Bugs. out on the town with like Stephen Douglas or Edwin Webb. And so he gets really jealous. Abe does, which is like the idea. Like, I wish we could go back in time and read like the newspaper articles of like Miss <laughs> yeah, Todd out, like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, Honestly, that's what it feels like. <laughs> so they are engaged. And then Lincoln, they say that Lincoln gets cold feet. I'm sure it was some combination of the two of them. I don't think Lincoln like stormed out the door one day. Yeah. I'm sure both of them were like, I don't really know if this is going to work because you're not really serving my needs. So they separate um, for 18 months, and it is dismal. It is quite dismal. Yeah, wait, can I just say how they first break up? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, sorry, yeah. this oh, is this like is, such no, a fun story. such a good story. So um, she wants to go to a party with Elizabeth, her sister, and Lincoln is supposed to escort her. Or, yeah, so escort right. her. So, but he's late because he's working hard, you know. Mm-hmm. So she flies off the handle. She's so pissed, which... How, would I do that? Yes. <laughs> I hate when people are late. So I'd be like, all right, we're breaking up. So she goes to this party. Of course, Edwin's there. Oh, her, the, the backwards Edwin, who's just like, I ima- I don't know what he looks like, but I imagine he's kind of nerdy and not as like strapping as Abe. He's probably short. Right. And then, so Abe shows up to this party late. And I love oh that this God. sounds like a Real Housewife episode. No, this is like truly Gossip Girl. <laughs> like this is Gossip Girl. Episode. Episode. I know. Um, and he shows up and sees Mary flirting with Edwin. Loses his mind. Yeah. They break up. They so break that's up. how they end their engagement. And Elizabeth apparently didn't think Abe was good enough that's for Mary. That's sister. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like super excited about this. She yeah. And at the time, Mary was living with Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. So she was super stoked that they broke up. But I just love... I like that breakup because it just sounds so normal. What did he? What? What? what didn't one of them like scream? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What did she there say? Was like, oh, so she um, responded to him fuming about the her flirting with Edwin. They got into it in the party again. Such drama. Would love to have been at this party. I know. Um, and she screamed at him, "Go and never, never come back." Oh, I mean, if that's not God. Sagittarius drama, and if that doesn't stop the party, my God, did you imagine being at this party? She loved it. They oh, both loved it. Loved they every second both of it. Loved it. Okay, there was another guy. So we know that um, Mary has her like group of people. I meant to tell you this like before we started recording, but there was another guy who was Lincoln's best friend called William Herman. Oh, what's his deal? He did not like Mary, and he <gasps> would exaggerate 
everything. And so, even, like, he would say, like, they got into a fight, and he's the one who, like, started rumors about the knife throwing and, like, oh all this crazy William! Stuff. I know, so William's crazy. And, like, William just, like, I'm William, sorry, William is the control. one who kind of told him to, like, take away the engagement. Who yeah. told Lincoln to, like, back out of the engagement. Oh, my God. So, I think if, if Mary and Abe just, like... I don't know, lived on their own, they would have been fine. Maybe, like, a little dramatic because they love the drama. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, like, heated, you know, love I was going to say, I don't think that that would have ever happened, But though, it sounds like Elizabeth and whoever this William, William is, is, like... And Edwin. Was, and Stephen. <laughs> There's so many players. <laughs> Honestly? I can't wait till we talk about Mercy. Mercy is, um, no. <laughs> Mercy is her best friend. So, anyway, so 18 months goes by. Um, yeah. Mary is talking to her friend, best friend Mercy, who they always would, like, get in trouble. I'm sure she was at that party. For sure. 100%. And she's writing to Mercy. She's like, I'm so sad. I, like, miss Abe so much. Oh, Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln's <laughs> letters are out of control. I mean, we found some letters of this, and it's like, the quotes are so crazy. He like, turned, they say he becomes so a hypochondriac. He can't leave his house. He stops eating. Yeah, he's reduced and emaciated in appearance and seems scarcely to possess possess strength enough to speak above a whisper. <laughs> Can I'm you sorry. imagine? I've been like really sad in my life, but like so, <laughs> to be so, so sad that you can't speak above a whisper, Honestly, that is a new low. And I, I'm sure it's real. Like I don't, I'm not taking anything away from yeah. Abe, but like, Wow, that is Listen, dark. Yeah, historians believe that Mary had bipolar because, as we'll see as we go throughout her life, clearly we're seeing it already. She has these giant mood swings, mm, like mm-hmm. very manic, and then it's very depressed. And I think like the the traumas of her life obviously yeah obviously the circumstances add to it, don't but, help. You know, yeah, the historians looking back say, hey, she made might have been bipolar, right? And clearly, Lincoln went through a lot of trauma in his life. Like basically, his entire family croaked. Uh, died, sorry, that was rude. Died. <laughs> I don't know why I say croak. I say that a lot on this pod. Like, I, I never, think that's so funny. I never say that word in real life. I don't understand why I say that here. Um, so no, I think the two of them have a lot of trauma in their life. So like depression is not an odd thing for them both to have. Yeah. But the two of them together, like it's just like fireworks. No, it really they is. They break up and he can't speak above a whisper. Like I don't mean to laugh because I don't doubt Wait, that what he's is very his depressed. sign, I wonder? Because I think oh, he's born April 14th? Oh my God! He was an he was an Aries. Hold on, let me. There are both two fire signs. That's no. Oh no! Joke. Wait, that's when he died. Sorry, sorry. Oh geez. Of course, I know his death. Oh February twelfth. What is that? Oh, that's an Aquarius. So an Aquarius and a fire sign. That's actually like my parents. Aquarius is like someone who's like kind of floating above. Like, but that's so him. Like he's yeah. like I'm out of here. Like, but anyway, basically this pattern and you they they reference this pattern in a lot of mary todd like the the things you read about her this pattern of like feeling neglected by abe because basically oh wait i should say before we talk about how they get married this big fight happens and basically like abe is like you know mary is feeling like neglected by him in some way because she's not he's not acknowledging her feelings of like stop leaving you're never you know feeling neglected all of this stuff and so she goes and starts flirting with other people and then Lincoln sees that and gets really depressed and like runs the other direction and doesn't want to talk about it so this pattern of like neglect and then and then because he's running the other way Mary feels neglected and so she goes starts flirting with other people I mean it's endless like it just does not stop so this is the pattern that will happen pretty much for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Um, there's going to be high points. There's going to be obviously low points. But <laughs> Wait till she's at the White House when there's a civil war happening. Yeah, I know. She's definitely she's, gonna think he's not she's paying gonna attention. She's going to be a little, little bit neglected. She's like, yeah. what do you mean? I know her country's like literally breaking apart, but like I yeah. need you to come to dinner. She's going to feel a little <laughs> neglected. Yeah. So I know that's the thing with Mary is that she probably should have married someone who like could have just given her attention. Like she just needed right, more attention. Yeah. And I think there is nothing wrong with needing attention from your partner. No, I just yeah. think that like you need, then you probably shouldn't marry um, the president during the civil war. You know, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so she, they spend 18 months apart. It's a really terrible 18 months. She, uh-huh. you know, he's writing to William. She's writing to Mercy. They're like really sad. They get back together one night. They decide. They decide to see each other. And like this story, I'm I'm like making very very small and short. And I had to like dig through the layers of like nonsense that historians were talking about. But this is actually the story. What happened? 
they see each other one night and listen we've all been there you see the guy that you dated after say, like this, okay, so many nights story <laughs> I know seriously like, oh, this like, happened to me I'm last year yeah I know I know so you see so they see each other after 18 months of not seeing each other and they are like I love you yeah like and I don't even know if it was like oh my gosh let's get back together but it was just like a very big lots of feelings yeah they have sex scandalous scandalous um, from what I understand, they had not had sex before. Yeah. Um, maybe neither one of them had ever had sex. That's yeah. what it sounds like. And Abe specifically is feeling so <laughs> um like bad yeah. that they had sex before they got married that the next day, upon like waking up, says, We need to get married today. We need to get married today. Insane. So on one day's notice. <laughs> They get married. They get because married. Like, oh my god, I had sex with you. Yeah, they get married at Elizabeth's house, like at the house. Yeah. Okay, Elizabeth must be fuming. No, I know William and Elizabeth probably don't even show because they're so mad. <laughs> they get married at the house. Almost no one's there. It's just like Mercy. his best man. Yeah, you know, really, it's like his best man and her. His best man, who's William, who's like saying like, "Don't do it." Yeah, and stop. then Mercy, who's like, "Oh my god, this is drama." But you know, Mercy just Mercy's loves living it. for no, the drama. No, she's literally she loving loves it. it. So. They get married, and then nine months later, their first child is born. Interesting. Thank God they got married. <laughs> she would have been shunned in the streets. Of, the only uh, thing they said that wasn't um, completely off the cuff, random about that day was a ring that Abe gave to her. It was just a gold band, and inside it was engraved, and it said, "Love is eternal." He had that ring when he was 12. <laughs> it was just like, one day I'm going to give this to the love of my life. Like, there's no way Abe wasn't like a helpless romantic when he was. 12. No, like, truly, I just truly, to truly. That. Oh my God, so sorry for all the sirens. Drama in Brooklyn. The sun is still out. I, I just know. cannot believe it. <laughs> yeah. Claire and I only like to record when it's gloomy Cloudy. and doomy outside, so we don't feel bad for not enjoying the sunshine. Never seen more sun. In I know. So anyway, they had they get married. Um, and in 1843, Robert Todd Lincoln is born. <gasps> Robert. Wait, can I tell you something that happens in 1844? Yeah, of course. <laughs> they bought a house. Oh, where? Yeah. Oh, in Illinois. Yeah, they bought a house. And um, it was only $1,500, but it was, like, all the money that Abe had. And they were like, okay, we have to, like, buy this house. This yeah. is great. Um, this was not really a happy time, though. Because oh, no, Lincoln why? was still trying to, like, be really, really busy at work. And this is where um, William Herman starts to spread rumors more that, like, their marriage is a, is a nightmare. Oh, my God. Okay, so wait, what year was that? Sorry. That was in 1844. They bought their house. Oh, God, okay. So this is a few years before he becomes a congressman in Illinois. That's in Yeah, they're still, they're still kind of poor, and I think that Mary's, like, not into it. She demands that they <laughs> – not demands, but she – they hire um, a woman named Mariah to work for them yeah. because – Oh, Mariah. Yeah, because Mary can't cook, and she's like, I just, I don't know what to do. Also, sorry, I'm just processing what you said about William. He needs to stop. I know, William's <laughs> crazy. What is William's deal? Well, it's also like, get, get a, a life. Yeah, get a life, <laughs> get a bro. Hobby, like, William. seriously. God, sorry, that just, like, hit me. What I know, it's it? so annoying. Um, So she, and and it's, it's said that she has the kid, She's living in this house, and now she's yeah. away from her sister. And it's actually kind of sad because, again, Lincoln keeps leaving for work. He And, I mean, like, travel back in the day. Like, I mean, it's, like, it's one thing to have a commute, but, like, can you imagine traveling? Like, what if he had to go to D.C. for, like, the week? Right. I mean, like, they're in Illinois. Like, yeah. this is crazy, you know? And so she would get really angry. She starts to get really paranoid, too, and she starts to – um. this is when the migraines start. Is yeah. When they, so so yeah. Mary Todd had, like – horrific migraines yeah um it's said that she um starts to get really scared of dogs and storms as what? well like, I think Why? she's just paranoid oh. i think she's just like a little paranoid about everything um basically she just like wasn't getting the emotional support she needed from abe yeah so um they have they decide to um try and save the marriage yeah and in 18 18- 46, Eddie is born. Oh, my God. So while this is all happening, too, in the background, he yeah, what's is going on running in the for, uh, to be congressman in Illinois. And, again, right. she's really into politics. So she um, kind of not coaches him, but, like, yeah, and not as, like, not a campaign manager. But she she helps him campaign, sort of. Yeah, 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 so yeah. She's yeah. really into this. But, I, you know, it's like she's having two minds of it because she's, like, in one voice complaining – that he's not around I and know. that 
you know, she needs him to pay attention to her and the kids, and, like, you know, he's busy working so much he doesn't come home from dinner sometimes, and, like, again, he's so dramatic. But, like, like who forgets to eat? I'm I, sorry. I think people were like, oh, my, I was so busy I forgot lunch. You just, you chose not to eat lunch. Like, I, you gotta sit down now. Yeah, like, you chose not to eat lunch so that you could tell me you forgot You're to eat so lunch. Busy. Like, yeah. that's I'm so... like, I can snack and work at the same time. I know, anyway, I know, sorry. I know. No, I so love it. So, Abe was one of those. Yeah. But, um, but then in the same breath, she's also like, you need to run for a Oh, no. <laughs> I know, I'm wondering, like, she probably just needed friends, right? Or, like, I mean, she definitely needed a more attentive husband, yeah. it seems like. But she definitely, like, could have used some friends. Yeah. And I think and she's I, just, go ahead, what were you gonna say? I, I also don't think she she's she's not dumb so she knows what's going on in the country at this point right and like she knows how smart her husband is they obviously have the same beliefs about how expansion should continue or not continue um so you know i not like she's sacrificing her love for the country but like or like giving up aid for the country but maybe she had that in the back of her mind too like oh i think my husband would really be good at this you know yeah and but also like how scary to have your husband like be going into politics at this oh, God, time yeah. you know what I mean and her house I mean we'll talk a little bit about this when we actually talk about the civil war but her brothers and sisters were completely divided when it came to what they thought about the civil war based on their upbringing so yeah. she wasn't even really able to like discuss this stuff with her family she didn't have that kind of support because um eight of her uh siblings decide to fight for the confederate army eventually and five of them well not fight but eight are pro-confederate three of them fight for the confederate army and all die and five of them are for the union and so she's just like she's just it's just conflicting it's a really really conflicting time for for everyone you know but um they have eddie in 1846 um and then they have william in 1850 but very sadly I, it's like just after that that Eddie dies of tuberculosis. Yeah, so her father passes away. I think you mentioned this earlier, maybe of cholera. Oh yeah, and then um, right in after that, yeah, and then right like a few months after that. Um, oh no, sorry, in eighteen fifty, um, Eddie died of yes tuberculosis. Tibet. I know, Terrifying. but then the dad dies too. Yeah, and right before the dad dies, he out of nowhere shows up at their house with like gold and like weird like money (laughs) he just had it and he basically Mary Todd when she left because stepmother was like not for her she was like not having it she was like I don't want to be like I I, don't worry about me like I I got I'm fine yeah Yeah. and he feels so guilty about that and I guess things with Betsy had maybe like gone a bit south and so Mm -hmm. he's like wants to reconnect with his daughter and so he goes to her house and he brings her like money and things to you know he wants to meet his grandchildren like he just gets like real emotional about it yeah um and she's like welcomes the reconciliation uh but then he dies soon after but but she is more um affected by the death of her child yeah that's pretty upsetting yes um, ob- of course she also um sorry so she has another kid too in 1853 thomas lincoln who they called tad short for tadpole i know because his head was all <laughs> fucked up when she gave birth to him ridiculous which honestly just like tickles me to the core I know Tad terrible because Tad's probably like oh what's my name Tad (laughs) oh because your head was like a cone so mean. I know it's really I know it's oh, crazy it. um so I guess we should so we're gonna end the first ep at this but I think Elise will you tell the story because in 1854 Lincoln goes against Stephen Douglas <gasps> yes so well they um for congressman he's congressman mm-hmm. at this point and then the election of like cut forward to 1860 oh okay is when they run for president oh, oh okay 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 so okay. Stephen Douglas is like I'm gonna be president because I want to like have slaves everywhere mm-hmm. and he's like mm, I don't think so like let's <laughs> not have slaves everywhere I'm sure that's exactly how that conversation went no hundred so he decided all right I'm throwing my top hat into the ring get it um, oh my god! He wore his stove top hat at this point. So this this Lincoln is what we picture Lincoln yes, as. Yes, yes, yes. He started to grow his, as they called them, whiskers. And legend has it that a little girl wrote to him while he was on the campaign trail and said, "I think you should grow whiskers." And he grew a beard. Wow! Isn't that kind of sweet? I'm not just that is sweet. Story. So Lincoln's bearded with his stove top hat, and he would um, campaign with Stephen Douglas. <laughs> Basically, what he did, which really cracks me up. <laughs> Abe 
loves drama. There's no, he really does. So Stephen Douglas basically made the campaign trail. Like he decided where he was going, where he who he was talking to, where he was talking. Right, right, right. right. And then Lincoln would just kind of follow him around and like force a debate. <laughs> so then by a point, the two of them are just on the stage having a conversation, which we would know today as a debate, not really moderated, but that that's kind of how he campaigned. But while that was happening. Um, and he, Lincoln became, started to come really, oh, sorry, my series fell off, came really into his own and he, like, started to become really funny, or, like, he was showing his personality on the trail and people yeah. were digging him. So if you weren't into slavery, like, Lincoln was your dude. Yeah. Um, Frederick, Frederick Douglass, remember him, if we oh, spoke about course, him in the past? of course, yeah. Um, he was not a huge Lincoln fan, but he was, like, into, he kept writing him letters to, like, right, right, right. to be they more became, of a bleeding yes. heart abolitionist. Yeah. He wanted him to stand more strongly with it. But Lincoln was, was trying to, you know, live with the Republican side and say, like, hey, let's not expand slavery, but also cater to the Democrats and say, we'll keep slavery, but only in this contained area. Yeah. So he yeah, was, yeah. you know, playing both sides in it. But honestly, that was his idea of not having a giant war in the nation. Right. And I think, I mean, it, like we talked about last time, Buchanan is doing, like, almost nothing oh, yeah. in so the White House. Oh, yeah. So at this point, Buchanan's yeah. like... I don't know, doing God knows what. No, really. Hanging right. out. Um, but while the campaign was happening, Mary, of course, was with him the whole time. And her, she took on this role in the crowd as someone who, like, like she kind of was like a pollster. Yeah. She would yeah, stand yeah. in the crowds, watch it. And, like, I don't think anyone knew who she was. No, she wasn't it, like, yeah, I'm yeah, Abe's yeah. wife. Yeah. So, and she kind of took a toll, uh, like, a poll of who was digging what Abe was saying. Right. So then after each debate that he forced <laughs> upon <laughs> Stephen Douglas, um, they would, like, have, a, like, a play-by-play breakdown. It was like, okay, you had, like, 25% of the crowd at this point. When you mentioned this, like, you lost them a little bit. She really, like, wow. had a game plan, like a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that was so... She was just, like, astute enough to do that. Right, And then right. to relay it back to Abe. And not that I'm saying he, like, changed his whole idea for everything, but... I think as they were going along the campaign trail and she was seeing this, they really saw the support for Abe starting to grow wow. with these ideas that he's bringing up of, hey, yeah. let's not enslave black people anymore. Right. Revolutionary. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was really cool that she was, you know, part of the um, election that way. Or the yeah. campaign that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, he gets elected. But I think we should stop here. And we're going to talk about what happens when... Abe gets elected and then he is president and what happens with Mary Todd on our next episode. But I guess like if you had advice for um, Mary Todd pre-first lady. <gasps> pre-first lady. Um, Let's, well not, yeah, pre-first lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what my advice would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think go to couples therapy, right? Oh, like, go to yeah. couples therapy. Maybe just, like, work some stuff out. Because it feels like the engagement was, like... It just feels like that whole scene was, like... Even though you broke up for 18 months, it does seem a little bit yeah. rushed. Like, maybe, you like, there was some stuff that you didn't have to work... That you needed to work out. Um, yeah, I think that that would be my advice to Mary. What would yeah. you... Did you have any advice? My advice to Mary... I know. I, I do love the drama that she lives in now. I know. Yeah, couples therapy is great. Um, I don't know. I, don't I know. Like therapy. I know. I want to say like take Excedrin, but it's my <gasps> girl. <laughs> well, then my grand's like really kicking to high gear when she's in the White House, so we'll see yeah, that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Part of me just feels sure. bad for her because she's clearly undiagnosed, like some sort of. I know. I mental. wish she had like more support. Like I, I mean, her sister was a big support. Her best buddy was a big support. Mercy, like yeah. But then you have like crazy William Herman, like making up stories about her and stuff like that. And like I just feel like, and we'll see like in the next ep, like her family turns on her at a point. And it's just like, you know, she was I mean, just, she's tough. just like, yeah. I don't know. I think she was just a misunderstood person. So anything and anyone that could like have her be a little bit more understood in the way that she wanted to be, I'm like all for. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Mary, this is only half your story, girl. <gasps> I know. Come We're back next week. Into gear. Come back next week for the rest. Um, yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Rate, review, subscribe. Also, oh. I want a special thank out. Thanks to once again, we did we posted this on Instagram, but her, her, her story 
on the rocks podcast yeah they are the best because of them thank you so much that's so fun and exciting yeah and they called they shouted us out and were really generous and kind and we just want to say that we love your podcast as well yeah i started listening to it and i know it's so good no i know it's like it's really really good and they um yeah it's just it's it's the same type of thing it's banter it's history it's women like go and listen to them if you don't already i think everyone should just find a podcast they love that's two women or three just women talking about history yeah let's tell history through a women's lens seriously i'm tired of these dudes i know talking about mary todd i know seriously making up stories a la william i know knives thrown (laughs) when abe is the one like dramatically lying on the bed whispering i mean jesus christ this guy he talked for a living that was like his job like what he like gave speeches that was like part of it that's literally the creepiest thing you've ever done okay imagine he was so distraught about the civil war he couldn't even give his emancipation proclamation yeah like thank god him and mary i bet they were like on good terms at that point they had to have been he couldn't have even talked gettysburg address can you imagine if it was whispered they didn't have microphones (laughs) it would have been a mess could have been a mess I just love their vibe to do them. Honestly, they just belong together. No, it's so good. Okay. We love you guys. Rate, yeah. review, subscribe. XOXO. 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 <laughs>